0: You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. Excited about this particular episode because I get to bring someone who I look up to as a friend, a friend tour, and someone who I actually invested in. I'm in his actual program. And the reason why I like this individual so much because he lives by the uh, idea of, over delivering everything he does with his content, with his videos, with his program. It is all about over delivering in some of his concepts and some of his strategies. I'm like, Pete, they're mind blowing. I need you to share some of this game changing info with my audience because if you're able to generate multiple seven figures through your businesses, I know with the information you share, it can help people get to that six and then get to that seven. Um, I also had that great opportunity to see this guy walk across the stage. To get his two comma club award, which I'm getting next year. Right. So um, success leaves clues. So when you want to learn something you learn from someone who's doing it. So again, guys, this is why I'm bringing some of the best people ever to accelerate the great podcast. So without further ado, I want to introduce ecom builders. CEO himself, Peter Prue. What's up, brother? Good. Yeah, talk about an intro,
1: man. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here. I'm hoping I can uh, share as much value with everybody as I humanly possibly can. So thank you.
0: We appreciate that, man. Again, man, it was very exciting, man. Like, you, see, a lot of people see people get success and sometimes it could be hate or why isn't it me? When you got that award and when I knew you, I'm like, man, I'm proud of that guy because I, I watch your YouTube. I watch how diligently you work on your craft and just becoming a better human being every single day. So to see you get something that you really wanted, you know, congrats to that, bro. No, thank you. It was surreal. Honestly, like, even though it's, you
1: know, a cheap piece of plastic, whatever, you know, it is, it's a trophy. uh, There's something about, you know, somebody else, you know, recognizing you for, for it, because like for me, um, and I don't know if you know this, but, we, you know, we can get into this later. But, like, like, I, this has been, like, 10 years in the making. Like, a lot of people, they want to, you know, make their first dollar, make their first money online. And if they're not successful within their, like, first two, three months, they're like, oh, it's a scam. It doesn't work, you know, and they start blaming everybody else besides themselves. And, like, for me, I've done everything you can imagine to try and make money online. And to finally, like, for all that to culminate, even though we've made well past a million dollars online when we got that award, like, it was just something tangible to it, right? Like, you associate, like, oh, man, like, somebody else is recognizing, like, all that hard work um, that went into that. So I uh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, no,
0: anytime, bro. It's just, yeah, that's the grind. And, and the thing that I like about you, and you say, you remind me of my brothers, Rich and Laz, they, and Ecom as well, do extremely well, like yourself. And is you guys aren't selling flash, right? A lot of people, like, I hear you say, like like, you're not into the cars, I don't think. You're not into, like, trying to, and there's nothing wrong with having the cars. I think there's nothing wrong with any of that. But I was brought to you by your value that you put out by the by the videos, by your content. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want you to touch on that because a lot of people will come to you as purely content. You putting out incredible content. Why is putting out good content so important? And is there ever a point of too much good content? Like where you like, oh man, if I put all this out, they may don't want to buy it from me. I'm giving them all for free. What's your what's your mindset on that? You have so many good questions right there.
1: Um, first, about the cars. So the one thing that I could never do, at least me myself personally, like I know if I went and we went and bought, you know, for e-commerce empire builders YouTube channel, whatever, and we went and bought a, a Lamborghini or leased one or rented one, I know without a shadow of a doubt we'd get more clicks, we'd get more people buying our stuff, like we'd make more money. But for me personally, my like my morals, but like, you know, like for me to to say that to somebody and like give value to somebody with like a Lamborghini behind me, that would just leave a bad taste in my mouth. Because again, 10 years, like it took me 10 years to get here for somebody that just getting into it, for me to like show that false expectation of something like that. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like for me, like if I was, if I was like a new person and somebody was telling me something like that, like I'd be I don't know, I'd, I'd be off put by it. Some people aren't, some people, I, I don't know. That's just that's just my standing uh, my standing on it. But uh,
0: to answer your second question, what was your the second part about it? Too much content? Yeah, too much. So you know, sometimes even me, I'm like, man, is it is it ever too much where it's like, man, you putting out all this content, <laughs> that's enough for them to go do it without me where they don't need my program, they don't need my mentorship. Do you ever feel that way? What's your happy medium right there? So, so great
1: question, great question. Um, No, give away everything you have, right? There's some things, of course, that I leave only to my students, like templates, email sequences, um, like just proprietary stuff that's taken me years and years to do, right? Um, But there's no information that you have, that I have, that isn't available somewhere on the internet, okay? why people pay you for your advice is because one, you've, you've done it. Right. And two, like you've compiled it all into like a step-by-step sequence. Like you need a step-by-step sequence to follow like my YouTube channel. Like for me, so not, I'll be like, okay, like this, I keep this at my desk. Right. So I'll just be like, okay, like after we have a call here, like I'll probably get an idea and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just shoot a quick little video just talking about it. Right there's like a lot of blurbs and stuff that I put out there, but like the course is step-by-step guided approach. Right. Um, but when you do provide, like just on the free content side, you want to provide as much value as you can, because even if you give away the farms, so to speak, like your customers, they're going to appreciate that. Right. And, and believe it or not, like, I'm not sure if you have a program or anything like that, but people that have programs, they don't buy, your thing to necessarily like learn from you. They buy stuff one to to support you because they like you, they trust you. They feel like they know you, they want to get closer to you. And three they're, they're buying into your belief that you instilled in them. That's the thing. Like people buy based on beliefs. Like you can go really deep with like sales psychology with this stuff, but your, your goal as a marketer or whatever is to instill that belief in your customers. And when you do give away like ridiculous amounts of valuable content, for free every single day, right? That separates you from everybody else. There's nobody else in the e-commerce space uh, that I know of that does it every single day consistently. And a lot of people that, that, you know, I've seen so many people come and go over the years is they'll just put together a webinar, try and sell program, but they've never put out any free content. They don't have a podcast. They don't have a social media following, right? It's the ones that are like obsessed with like helping their customers. Like you have to become like, I've, I've written a book, like Jay Abraham's book. Um, And he's like, you, the ones that win in this are the people that become absolutely obsessed with their customers, right? And and caring about your customers, which is like a lost start. A lot of people are like, oh, it's all about me, me, me. Like, no, like trust me. And I tell my audience all the time, of course I make money off of this. It's just another income stream for me. You you should have multiple income streams in your businesses. But like my goal is to help you get that award, just like I did, right? Like this changed my life, so I want and I want to help you guys do the same. So if you come from a place where you're like, you know what? like not trying to hide anything like again some proprietary things i just can't give away because that wouldn't be fair to people that that paid for it like our our, our funnel templates like you know like that's stuff i can't give away um but like i would uh, you know talking about ever anything i i have no problem right i don't mind um you know uh helping anybody out there it doesn't matter if it's on our youtube channel or free facebook groups um because i know that that value that i do will get them to want to come invest in me at some point in the future that's good.
0: So here's a, that's a good question. What about the free Facebook groups? Right? Mm-hmm. Because when you're doing a free Facebook group, most people you're dropping all the gems in there. Why would they go to the paid one? Is it probably because of the other proprietary stuff? Is that what it would be? So,
1: yeah. So the thing is like a lot of people can go out online and download any program they want for free. Right. right. But, and it, but that's the thing is like, most people, they never do anything with it. Like if they do that, but the, the the part that you can't get is the group, the networking, yeah. the meetup, like the meetups, like the cool stuff that happens in that group. Now, like for us, we have Q and A's every single Saturday. Every single Saturday, we are in there. I go into that group every single morning and answer questions, like, my, like if, in my free Facebook group that I have, like I'll go in there, provide some value, welcome new students and stuff like that, but I'm not going to necessarily for one, like all every question I answer, I'll just link out to a YouTube video where I basically answered it in a YouTube video because I don't like typing. So um, whatever content you want to put out, like decide what you like to do first. Uh, like me, I hate typing. I hate blogging, all that stuff. That's why I do my YouTube channel. So we'll just link them out to that. I have a couple of people that help me like, hey, we have this question answered for you on our YouTube channel. Just go to that. But again, like the the private like mastermind groups, Um, They are, you know, we have our weekly Q and A's every single week there where they can, you know, come on, we can review their businesses, review their sales funnels, products, whatever that they're selling or doing. So uh, it's more structured, you know, and like there's going to be like cool things that we're going to be doing in the future. I haven't talked about this one yet, but we want to do like live events, like private things just for our students. Um, You weren't there, but at Funnel Hacking Live, we took basically everybody inside our mastermind group. Um, out to like a Brazilian
0: steakhouse and like it all paid for by me. It was it awesome. I had awesome. to fly out early, man. I, was up, I wanted to be there. I'm like, I had to get home. I had a ski trip the next day. Every year we take a hundred kids skiing fully sponsored by our organization. So it was like, I'm like, I couldn't miss it so oh, yeah absolutely, absolutely. The next, next year. year next year for sure but like that's the thing like look
1: whenever we have like, a conference that I, I know a lot of people are going to be yeah, like hey let's just get together you know it's on me like you guys you know invested so let me like give back to you guys um we'll mastermind together for a few hours so it was a good time like there's a lot of like private things right just getting closer and this goes back to like and we could talk about like value ladders and stuff like that like 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 free content it lives on the bottom of the value ladder that's your social media YouTube, podcast, right? It's the, the first interaction. I call this relationship funnels, right? So it's your relationship funnel, right? It's not really structured. It's kind of just like you're putting out content, trying to attract all your, your people. Like your podcast is attracting the people that you want. Like you don't want certain people, like you only want like the, the kind of people that will actually be interested in business and bettering their lives, right? Yeah. And then there's the next step. Okay, like, okay, maybe there's like a free book you have or a challenge funnel or something along those lines where you can just bring in some customers and maybe you have like a more higher ticket thing then even a more high higher ticket thing. Like, and that's the kind of way because people want like, believe it or not, this was hard for me to understand. And um, like people want to like hang out with you. Like people will pay to get closer to you. Uh, it's just something like for me, like I realized I like got funnel hacking live. Like when we were walking around, we, we couldn't even walk down the hallway. Like people would be like trying to get pictures with us. And I'm like, what the heck? Like I just started this YouTube channel like a year ago and it was just so humbling. It's amazing. But I'm telling you, like people want closer, more exclusive access to you and and they will pay if you properly are getting them results, giving them tremendous amount of value every step of that value ladder. Like every step. Like there's the free stuff. Okay, then there's like a little bit better, a little bit better, more, more, more. But the value has to keep going up as
0: as you you charge more for, for your products or services volume. So P, I kind of put the uh, cart, beyond, cart before the horse. I think that's how it go. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted you to kind of talk about, because 10 years, I, I love that because a lot of us, they'll look at you, right? They'll look at someone like me. They'll look at all these different entrepreneurs and be like, oh, Pete got Pete got, got lucky. You no, know, he been working for 10 years. I haven't had a full-time job in 11 years. I've been working my butt off for years, learning, failing, figuring it out. So kind of what made you get into e com because even ten years in e comm, I feel like it's still before a lot of people's time when people are just getting started. What made you what made you say, Yes, this is what I want to do? Um, yeah, because so, someone might be in that predicament right now. Yeah, so, so 10, a little year,
1: yeah, so ten years ago I discovered online marketing. I was eighteen years old. Actually maybe that's probably eleven because I just turned twenty nine. Um, but uh, ten years ago I was a freshman in college. Didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, I'm just going to go to college for computers. (laughs) Like I figured, you know, like if I get a degree having something to do with computers, like I have to get, be able to get a job. No idea. Like what internet marketing was. One of my roommates at the time, um, he was doing something called uh, affiliate marketing, right? Where essentially like he could go rank pages on Google. And every time like somebody bought from his website, like he made a small commission. And that was my introduction to this entire world. Um, we started putting together all these, uh, these, these, these really crappy websites, you know, selling different kinds of products and making a commission off of them. Again, like that was short-lived um, because like the Google Slap happened and all that stuff, and it wasn't a real business. But it was nice. Like I was making like a couple extra hundred bucks a week in college. Like I was like, holy crap, like this is in- insane. Like I'm actually making money online. Um, but it wasn't enough to be able to like not get a job after graduation. So once I graduated, I always had this itch. I was like, what, what am I? Like, I feel like I don't want this. I can't like, when I was working full time, like just being like stuck in a cubicle, like nine to five and I, I don't want to like offend anybody like that, that has these kind of jobs and stuff. But like, like I knew for me, like, I remember I was working at like a law firm and just doing like filing and computers and whatever I was doing there. Like, I remember like going, sitting on the train, like you're in Philly, I was sitting on the train, I was going to 20th and Market, uh, literally going up to 20th uh, 20th floor, and just like basically sitting in a cubicle for like nine hours a day, then doing the same thing, basically taking the train so that are sitting in traffic and doing the same thing each and every single day. And I was like, like, what gives? Like, I just, it just, I couldn't picture myself being like, 60 years old 70 years old doing this anymore like i wasn't fulfilled at all like i was seriously like like almost not depressed but i was like there's this is it this is what life is about for me now like i'm just gonna do this and forever and always in the back of my mind i was like you know what i made money online though like i i I made like some money that means there's more out there for me to go get right? I just need to figure it out. And that's when I kind of started learning about, you know, how to make money online. And I came across e-commerce. Now e-commerce, there's so many ways to make money online, in e-commerce, right? Uh, But I came across Amazon FBA. So if you guys don't know what Amazon FBA is, essentially you or me, we can go to China, you know, alibaba.com, wherever, source a bunch of products from China, ship them to Amazon warehouses, and then they sell our products for us. So basically we never have to touch the product at all. It does require a very big investment. I literally invested like my life savings at this time to start Amazon FBA. I was like, okay, then I'm just gonna let Amazon do all the work, right? So invested like five, ten grand in Amazon, uh, in like in products that I really didn't know anything about. Shipped them over to Amazon FBA. In our first year, we started, we crushed it. I mean, we were doing like fifty to eighty thousand dollars a month in sales just on Amazon. And I was like so excited, dude! Like I remember, like driving to work, like I didn't even care. Like I would go to work and I would just work on my businesses and stuff like that. Um, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to pay myself enough. Like those of you that might already sell on Amazon, like your your money is constantly like being wrapped up in inventory. So the second I had ten grand, I would just be like, "Okay, we need more inventory." And like you know, there's always money that needs you need the inventory. So I still had to work full time. And then I remember one day, to make a long story short, um, I got a couple emails saying like, hey, my, my Amazon listings were suppressed. And essentially what happened is some competitor came on our Amazon listing, said we were infringing on patents, which was completely false. It wasn't true, right? But Amazon, they don't, they shoot first, Ask they don't even ask questions, but they just shoot first because they don't want um, to be caught up in like a legal battle or lawsuit. Um, took us nearly a year to ever get that Amazon account ba- uh, Amazon account back, but by that point, our, um, the damage was already done, right? And it's, it sucked, man, because like those of you that do sell on Amazon right now, like strongly reconsider what you're doing because I don't mind selling on Amazon now because I have my own customers. I have my own email list. I have assets for my business that even if Amazon bans me, like I don't care, like I can still sell to my customers. I have a real business, right? So uh, after I got banned on Amazon, fell into a dark place in my life for a few years um, basically, you know, blaming basically everybody else, but myself, like this is what a lot of us do when we fail. Like we blame everybody else besides ourselves. We, we look externally instead of internally, um, and fell into a dark place. And then I, I remember just like one day I was like, the, this, like, you're just giving up, like all this stuff you've learned, like you nerded out on marketing, online marketing, you did e-commerce affiliate, like, you're just going to let that all go to waste. And I was like, you know what? I can't, I have to, I have to try again. I got to keep going. So... That's when I learned about like Shopify. um, And I started, I I needed to rebuild a business. So I decided I was going to start a business around this time around something that I actually love, something that I enjoy. So I started a business around fishing, uh, because fishing is something like I I love. I do it all the time. It's something I enjoy. And I was like, you know what, I don't even care if this business fails or succeeds or whatever, right? Like, I'm going to have fun doing this. And that business did very, very, very well. It was the business that we got into that, that two comma club uh, for. Um, However, it's (laughs) a lot goes into this because we started making sales. Sales were good when we were selling on a Shopify store. And if you guys don't know what a Shopify store is, essentially it's an e-commerce storefront. Like you or I can just go to shopify.com and create our own website in like 10 minutes. But the problem with Shopify is there's no clear direction when your customers come to it. Right, You ha- you might have like 20, 30 products on there, right? It's no clear, you're not clearly telling your customer what to do the moment they land on that page. And that's a problem because right. wh- wh- what happens with a lot of us when we run Advertisements, um, you know, influencers. However, we're getting traffic to our websites. Is our customers? They don't know us. They don't trust us. They don't like us. And you're asking them for credit card information. And like, I love asking this question. I ask it to you. When's the last time you bought something from a Facebook ad? Have you ever? Right. Have you ever bought something from a Facebook ad? Of course. You have? Like a physical product?
0: P, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. No, I'm sorry. Our internet kind of cut out for a quick second. You said when the last time I bought something from Facebook. Have you ever bought something from a Facebook advertisement? Not recently.
1: Yeah. So, so this is like, my argument is like, why would you expect your customers to like, I personally never bought anything from a Facebook ad like ever, maybe like an information product or something, but like a physical product I've never bought from a Facebook ad yet. Wow. us as e-commerce you know marketers we're expecting our customers to right so it's like it's like a to uh, it's like a, you know it's like a catch-22 so I built out that Shopify store we were using a few other apps during that time and we were making sales but we were not making money it was the same situation that I was in with Amazon again I was making sales in Shopify but then I still couldn't pay myself for my business. I was like, what the, heck? like, what is going on here? Like, this makes no sense. Like everybody's driving Lamborghinis and stuff. Like, when is it gonna be my turn here? Um, and I remember I was, I was at a, at a, like a conference for, for my full-time job and I was in a mastermind group of like different Amazon sellers and online e-commerce sellers. And there was this company that came in to do a presentation like virtually on, um, on like this new software they were launching. Right. And it was click funnels. They had just launched like literally like a couple months beforehand. They came to this mastermind thing, explained what the software does, like how it works and everybody in the, in, in the mastermind group was like, Oh, that's cool. But like, I was like, like, this is game changer. Like this is going to solve my, this is going to change. I knew immediately that this was go- going to change my life. And ever since then, like I've just been obsessed with building out these sales funnels for my e commerce businesses. It took my business from making sales to uh, just, just sales breaking even, not even breaking even, losing money to finally be able to quit my job from it and actually pay myself for my business. That's like the critical piece that I like is my mission with e-commerce empire builders for people to actually be able to pay themselves from their e-commerce businesses, like just making sales, it's not enough, right? The margin is what matters. It's what you keep is what matters. Like I don't care. Like if you make a hundred grand a month, but you're only keeping 10 of that, like, but I can do it. I can do 20K a month and keep 10 of that. It's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. Like people don't realize that it doesn't, the volume doesn't matter. Like you'll have people been, oh, I did a million dollars this month in Shopify. I'm okay. Well, show me your margins, right. right? I guarantee your margins are like nothing. You probably were able to pay yourself like 10 grand this year, right? So with the funnel, it's very step-by-step, step. like we treat our customers like goldfish because unfortunately, you and I, we are goldfish, okay? We have the attention spans of three seconds. You have three seconds to get your customer's attention and decide if they want to you know, proceed with you, trust you. So we build out these sales funnels that guides the customer, be like, Hey, you know, coming from our advertisement, Hey, we're, we're, we're giving away these free, uh, these free fishing lures, or, uh, we're, we have a great discount for you for, uh, for these fishing lures today. Right. Enter your email below on uh, for your, to, to reserve your, to claim your, uh, your, your, your product. So we collect that email address. The moment the customer lands on our stores, then they, we tell them, okay, like, what's the product? Like, how many products do you want of this, right? Have them buy. And then we put them through upsell sequences where we can sell them complementary products, do some subscription boxes where the real money's made. We don't have time enough to go into that. But the funnel, it really is like just a guided step-by-step process where we sell one product. We don't try and sell 100 things because, again, the second you start adding in more buttons and products like your customer gets confused and like oh maybe maybe later or or maybe should i click this or should i click that and then okay wait oh baby's crying okay they're gone right like it's really important to understand the mindset of your customers uh that's something i've learned like tremendously well over the past couple years is like putting yourself in the position where your customer currently is at right because like picture your, your customers probably like you driving, right, for, God forbid, right? They're probably like at work, they might be like in the bathroom, right? Like you have very, very short amount of time to get their attention and get some asset for your business so then you could follow up with them via email or if they do decide to buy. So I hope that makes sense. I know it was long-winded, but that is basically the whole entire story right there. No,
0: that's good <laughs> and, and just, I think a lot of people sleep uh, on just the sales funnel, just on the idea that, because, a lot of my friends like, yo, I just want to get them in the store and get them out. But is, you're leaving so much. So I started uh, Circle Greatness Academy a couple years ago. Um, and it was an online community where we help people start and grow businesses. But ideally, a lot of motivation. We have weekly calls with different proven experts. And the problem that I had now as I look back on it, I, I have had, you know, anywhere maybe up to 1,000 students. But all of those students who came through, it was no upsell. So just imagine you're coming into the funnel, you know, and this kind of annuity as well. I still have it. But why didn't I keep going? Like, hey, what about this? What about this? What? So I left a tremendous amount of money on the table. And I'm sure people every day is losing a lot of money by not having to order, bump, not having to upsell, not having to downsell. So, just, so I know this story talked about it, but why are those components important because this is going to help some on of podcast today yeah like this is why like the funnels we are could st- talk on the value letters i guess is, it could lead into the value mm-hmm. ladder as well
1: the thing is like we funnels like a lot of people think oh you're being sneaky you're selling sending them upsells you're getting order bumps you're like it's not if you're if you think you're being sneaky or you're doing something unethical with your customers like credit card information that's on you you're the business owner but we design these things to be a, a win-win situation, right? We want our customers to have a great buying experience and we want them leaving our store, our funnel, feeling like they're going to be able to get the result that they want, right? Plus the business needs to make the most amount of money immediately from that, that moment that customer comes through our funnels. Right. And there's a reason that there's certain pieces of the funnel that are in place, like collecting that email address. Cause on average, you should be making a dollar per month per email. Like there's no excuse. If you, if you have a thousand emails on your email list right now and you're not making a thousand dollars a month in your business, then there's a problem. You're not selling, right? So the moment somebody hits that, we need to create that because a lot of people aren't gonna buy on the order page, right? They might, they might need more time, right? They might need to hear some reviews, testimonials. Does your product do what you say it does, right? And on the order form, we can offer a quantity discounts of the product, enticing the customer to buy more, right? That, that really maximizes the revenue from us. Plus, we can add these order bumps. So, an order bump is like a pre-purchase upsell, right? It sounds confusing, but basically, what it is is like being a grocery store line—a bag of gum, chips, or bag of gum, a pack of gum, chips. Like, it's just a quick, wet, a quick little item that's just like a toss-in to make the to to increase the average cart for the grocery store or for your business. So, things that you could put there is like like expedited shipping, front-of-line shipping, warranties, gift cards. Like limited edition version of the product that they're buying, like whatever you can put in there that is easy, is a no brainer that they just toss in. Then we have our upsells. Now the upsells, uh, you can do whatever you want on the upsells. Like it's totally up to you. It's about understanding your customer, right? And what they need because every product solves a problem. If And some people are like, oh, no, it's, no, it doesn't. Like it it does, you just don't know the customers well enough. Like that's the problem. Like a lot of people that are are in this world, like you were just saying, like, um, they're like, oh, I'm just trying to get them in my store and get them out. No way. Like what, the only people that do that are the ones that are kind of doing something unethical that they don't, they just want the money real quick and for them to be out, right? If you're actually trying to help your customer in whatever way it is, like for fishing, right? What do these guys want, right? They want to catch more fish. They want to catch bigger fish. But like, okay, look, why do they want to do that? Right? Well, okay. Probably cause they want to like post it on their Instagram pages uh, to, to get, you know, to show up their friends, right? Or beat a personal record or outfish their buddies when they go out, right? You have to really get into the mind of them and then you can craft your upsells, your your, your order page, whatever you're offering there to, to really make your customer feel like, you know what, like these people care about my result because what's so important to understand is like the ultimate question. I always ask this to people, I'm like, like, you're selling a fishing lure, right? Like, why should they buy your fishing lure instead of going to Amazon or or going to, you know, Bass Pro Shops or a Walmart, right? You have to be able to answer that question in your favor, right, and this is where we go into, like, creating good offers, right? Like, bundling things together strategically to get our customer to be like, yeah, I can, I'll buy from him, right? Like, you know, like, make them feel like, like, they can't get this anywhere else. When you do this, And like, and you don't just sell a fishing lure, you're selling a solution, right? A solution to the result that they actually want. Like you can charge whatever you want, right? You can charge whatever you want for that because you're not, you're no longer just selling a commodity product like everybody else on Amazon or Walmart is, right? Where everyone's competing on price and just racing to the bottom, right? No, I'd rather be the most expensive guy in town because I can be right i cuz i'm going to be able to put an offer together to get my customer to be like heck yeah i'm buying from Pete's uh, fishing store like absolutely why wouldn't i I'd be i'd be crazy not to um instead of just going to like amazon.com right where they don't get all of those additional things so it's that's like probably the, the most important thing um that i could i could probably share with everybody uh there's a bunch of other things that go into it but like creating offers and not selling products like is probably one of the most profound things i've ever i've ever learned and it's it is whatever like you can apply this to anything in life right like it's funny like literally like if you're like want your significant other other to do something like let's say you want to take them to the movies uh, and that you want to see a movie that you want to see right you can't just be like oh you know we're, we're going to go see this uh, this new movie tonight that i want to see like they're going to be like no like why right give a compelling reason like create an offer well when you get home like uh you, you can pick up you can pick the spot to go to dinner right then you uh you know i'll get you like a massage or i'll give you a massage and i boom like all these other things right like you have all these other things to compel the person to be like oh yeah okay you know what go to this this movie i don't want to see actually sounds pretty good right and you could get really good at this like in everything in life right so uh does that make sense or did i just go no, way
0: too? No, oh that's fire no that's important, I think that was profound and I think that's going to literally help change a lot of people. And that's the thing as you know, and we were both at the conference and he was like, listen, don't ever decrease the price, increase the value. Mm -hmm. And if you're given so much value, it's going to feel like, feel like an idiot if I don't buy this. Like, I may never get the opportunity to buy this ever again, so I might as well take action on it. Mm-hmm. So, guys, in your notes, as you're – I know you guys are probably taking notes. Write this down. Don't sell. Make offers. Mm-hmm. And selling is you're trying to sell one product. You're trying to get them out your store fast. No, give them an offer that's going to make them want to stay and make them want to buy everything that you have in the store, right? And e is still is like a store. Target don't want you to run in and run out. They want you to spend some time in there. Uh, Best Buy don't want you to run in and run out. These stores aren't designed. Listen, when you go on a grocery store, most people need milk. They purposely put it in the back of the market in the right-hand side. So you got to walk all the way through the store so you can see a bunch of other things you want. That's essentially e-com, like uh, a sales funnel. We want you to see it.
1: The best retail sales funnel out there is IKEA. Okay. Ikea is the best sales funnel that I've ever seen that happened in real time because you can't just check out. You basically, like they barricaded you like a mouse and you have to basically go through everything. You basically have to walk a mile. Like I remember we walked in there and you did one thing that was at the front of the store. I'm like, are you serious? We have to walk all the way, all the way around this, through the kitchen stuff, through the house stuff, then through the warehouse, and then finally get to the checkout. Yeah. Right and then like think about like even when you buy a tv like say you go to best buy and you buy a tv right they're not just going to let you walk out of that store with the tv i promise you that you're going to walk out with other things you're going to walk out with a tv mount you're going to walk out with warranties you might walk out with like a blu-ray player cables hdmi cables you're going to walk out with other things i promise you that or if you don't they're going to upsell you to other things you know so uh, it's good to learn from them because they are like the original like mcdonald's is the ultimate salesman like i don't know if a lot of people know know this but mcdonald's loses money on um like people that come to their drive-thru right and they rely on the cashiers to be like you know like to get a burger to get somebody to buy a bird like a like a double cheeseburger or something like that for a dollar they basically lose money so if you or i went to mcdonald's right now and only bought a a double cheeseburger for a dollar we would actually they would actually lose money like they would lose money they make money okay the drink the, the you know the fries like that's where all their money is like those are the upsells right like start looking at your business that way too like what other little thing can i toss in there like you should every business should have upsells every business i'm telling you if you don't have an upsell right now and you have any any business it doesn't matter info affiliate whatever you whatever you're doing you need to upsell your customers more because the goal with that is to like when when these people are coming through your funnels right you're, you're basically qualifying these people right First, you're identifying them as an email subscriber. Are they even willing to give you an email address? Because if they're not gonna give you their email address, they share sure as hell not gonna give you a credit card, okay? So we get the email address, micro-commitment. The more we can get them to say yes, the, the, be- the better off we're gonna be. End them, right? Because what we're selling is good. We, we need to give them value with whatever we're selling. Order form page, right? Again, that's where we're now qualifying them as a buyer, right? We've qualified them as a subscriber, now we're qualifying them as a buyer. Right, once they click yes, we're going to buy, and they put in their billing information, upsells, right, which are all one click, right, all one click, you know, just get build. One click is important, upsells, yes. And we're gonna, I need to hit on that in a second. Remind me if I forget, but um, the upsells, are, we're now identifying those buyers and heat, the buyers and heat are like just the people that will buy everything you want, right? Like everything, like they're the best, like they'll buy every single one of your upsells, but we need to identify those people because you don't know what that person is buying for. It might be Christmas time and they maybe just wanna get all their Christmas shopping done so they're just gonna buy all your stuff, right? So it's really important to be able to identify the, those customers, the moment from the beginning, from the, uh, being a non-customer to potentially being somebody that buys all of your products. Now uh, to hit on that, uh, the cart thing. So this is one of the reasons that, that Shopify sellers struggle and, and most like literally 99% of Shopify sellers don't really make that much money. Um, and it's because of cart pages. I see this all the time where even if they have pre-purchase upsells, like what your customer is going to do is they're going to browse around. They're going to add a bunch of things in their cart because it's fun. And they're browsing around and they're like, yeah, I like this thing add the cart. Then they go to the cart page and they're like, yeah, that's not happening. And then they just, they leave. They leave. You just lost the sale. This is why conversion rate on Shopify, this is not me made up. They release that the average Shopify store conversion rate is one point three three percent. That means like out of a hundred people that come to your store, one point three people will buy. Basically one person. I'll give you two. I'll give you two people. All right, two people will buy. On a funnel, you're like ten to fifteen percent, right? You're ten to fifteen. That means 10 people out of a hundred will, will buy from it. So literally you're 10 xing just by using the funnel because it's one product, one offer, and you're guiding the customer, making them do micro commitments, right? They gave you the email address, then they're giving you their billing, shipping information, then you're qualifying them. So extremely important uh, uh, important uh, to grasp that.
0: I like that, you know, the funnel. Um, so as I said, guys, I'm in Peter's program. One, we did the Organifi funnel. Like I didn't, like we finished that for a client, when when it eventually takes off, that funnel right there is gonna that Organify funnel, that's probably the best funnel I ever seen for a product funnel. Oh my gosh. Um real quick, so one of the things Pete does guys is this guy breaks down the funnels, right? And is literally you can plug them right into your business. And it's almost like even the free the free plus ship the uh the free sample funnel is like crazy, man. So That's a whole nother story. It's just the idea that.
1: It's just fun because, like, you should have, like, a lot of people that get into it. It's, like, a lot of fun, like, just taking out your credit card and buying stuff and seeing, like, how are they selling? Because you get so many ideas. Like, I've gotten so many ideas, like, of these funnel hacks that we do on the YouTube channel being, like, okay, we'll just go buy. Let's go buy all their things live and see see, you know, see what they're selling. I mean, this is a lot of, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and e-commerce people, like you're scared to pull out your credit cards, right? Like, like all of my competitors, I buy all of their things because I need to know what they're doing, right? It, I need to know their upsells. I need to know how, what are their emails that they're send, selling, sending me if I'm not buying. And then also when I am buying you, because like your swipe, like a swipe file is basically a collection of ads and emails and what your competitors are doing. So you can get inspiration from like, my swipe file is my, my life. Like I, I don't reinvent the wheel. I'm not a smart person at all. I just am resourceful. I have all of these swipe files I can have. So if I need to write advertisements, I go into my swipe file that has thousands of things in it already, and I pick and choose ideas, right? Don't plagiarize. Get ideas from multiple sources and create
0: your own unique thing. Wow. That's serious. Gee. <laughs> So for you, P, if you had a choice, I'm probably gonna answer this because you're probably gonna say YouTube, only one social media site to monetize your business. What platform would you use?
1: Social media? Um, like social- uh, yeah, it would definitely be YouTube. Yeah, you. my, my big thing this, when I say this though is to always understand that any of these platforms, social media like YouTube, Instagram, podcast even is is it's not yours like in my opinion like dude when i got banned on amazon like that left scars like i'm scared <laughs> like to, to that i and i'm always expecting that i'm going to be banned from one of these platforms for whatever reason always think about the the only thing that you have that's yours is your email list i understand open rates aren't as good as they used to be click rates aren't as great as they used to be it's all about building the relationship right if your people aren't opening your emails it's because your relationship with them is stagnating okay you're not providing enough value okay like it, i love using this example is like like think about like your friends like if your mom shoots you an email right you're going to open it right because you have a good relationship with your mom right but like when they're now seeing emails from you randomly like they're not going to open them because they don't even you're not in that you know in that area so email is the only thing that i could take and put on a usb and know that my business will survive so i always encourage people like yeah have these social media media platforms are so important like youtube is the like for me I, I hope you put, do you publish this stuff on YouTube?
0: I gotta get better with it. I got so many videos not on YouTube, bro. I'm talking about videos that people like, yo, that made me so much money, this, I have to.
1: YouTube is is the best platform I've ever seen. Like, honestly, for, cause think about it. Like, being able to see me, like my face, talking to me every single day. Like, I'm not getting, you know, millions of views by any means, but like, our audience is extre- you know, extremely profitable from the audiences that we have. I always recommend people, it doesn't matter again, what you sell, e-commerce, whatever, have a YouTube channel, oh my goodness. Um, but again, focus on getting them off, right? You wanna focus on getting them off, like always have like some freebie that maybe you're giving away to get their email address, pixel them for your Facebook stuff. So always important, like, treat the social media platforms, put a lot of effort into them, but make the focus and turn that traffic into traffic that you are gonna actually own, right? Traffic that you can then have,
0: uh, and you know, uh, uh, like, put it on, if you can't put it on USB, it's not yours. That's the way I look at it. You hear that, so listen, do not depend, because you know the other day social media shut down, people were freaking out, man. It like, fuck, yeah. I, like yeah. oh man, but then I knew there were other ways I can still talk to my customer. And it's crazy, I just heard this statistic. They said on a high rate, 4%, and, and don't quote me on the statistic, 4% engagement, like 4 to 7% of your followers are actually seeing the content you post on Instagram. And let's just say if your engagement lower, they're saying less than 1%. So if you got 10,000 followers, I mean, 700 of those people are only seeing it at best, right? So I was checking my email. I'm like, okay, 20% open rate, and I don't know the exact what is a good or a bad open rate, but I know 20% is better than 7%, right? So it's like, guys, take them, take note of sending out these emails, collecting emails, because again, if these sites decide to shut us out, God willing, they don't, what will happen to your business? Yeah. And that's what- I Think about happens. it. The thing is, like, if you have a message, right? If you have a message that you
1: want to get out there, right? Like, post it on Instagram, right? You get your 4 or 5%. Send an email out about it. You get your 20%. Post a video on YouTube. That's another. Don't ever assume that your customers are listening on all platforms because they're not. Like I thought this before. I was like, oh, I'll make a YouTube video about it. And everybody will say, no, no, there's going to, I have people in my audience um, that are not watching my YouTube videos. They only listen to my podcast, right? So I'm hitting, I'm I'm getting, you you, you can't maybe ever get to the full 100% engagement, but you have to give yourself a fighting chance. Like we have our Instagram where we take clips from our, uh, from our YouTube content. We have our YouTube channel. We have the podcast. We have our Facebookers, you know, social media, like all the other places. And you don't start like that. It's impossible to try and do all this. Like pick one, pick one platform, like a blog. If you like writing, if you like YouTube, podcast, whatever, just start pushing content out there. I'm telling you, like, I never, I've always was, uh, you know, up until like a year and a half ago before I started the YouTube channel. Like. I never expected to to just do this. And then people just started asking me, like, oh, wait, how are you doing this? So I was like, oh, I'll just start a YouTube channel, right? And then just to share it with you guys. And I mean it's blown up since. It's been it's been like the most amazing thing seeing like the stuff that I teach, like not only work for me, but work for for our students as well. Like it's so humbling. It, absolutely incredible. So Yeah.
0: That's good. and for you, what is um what is your what is your favorite platform to run as? facebook youtube like if someone's getting started and then someone who's more advanced who, what would you prefer oh man uh
1: for e-commerce products facebook yeah, e-commerce. for sure. For personal brand youtube for sure because gotcha. like you can run ads on
0: your own videos and, and you just i saw them. that on one of your videos i'm like this guy's running ads on his own videos
1: see the thing is like a lot of people like for me like i i you can't like a lot of people like oh, I know it's easy for me to say this now because I've been in this for so long. It's like I, I can't it's hard for me sometimes to be like, okay, well like this person's never even made a business before. But like if you're trying to scale to like eight figure, seven figure business quickly, like there's you as a CEO, like what CEO do you know that runs their own Facebook ads? Yeah. None of them do that. Like none of them do that, right? You have to start focusing and being the strategist of the business. Okay, same for me with e commerce empire builders. This is my job in this doing, you know, coming on a podcast, putting out content on my YouTube channel, right? You think I'm uploading these videos? You think I'm editing these videos? You think I'm doing it? Ed- no, no, because that is pointless. I can go hire a VA, pay this person, you know, $10 an hour to do this for me. My YouTube ads, my Facebook ads, I have a copywriter. Like, we have 13 people on the e commerce empire builders team. Wow. 13 people that's what i'm saying like you you need to have that if you're actually trying to build something And this is something that took a while because like for me with my e-commerce businesses i had like uh, a couple other partners in that but like i was basically doing everything you know i was basically doing everything in that business and you can't scale that way that's why i see a lot of people in e-commerce they're like they're so working in their business that they forget what they're doing you got to start working on your business sorry put yourself in that ceo position hire somebody to run your facebook ads don't be in there every single day like it's good to know it don't be ignorant but like you will never be able to get an eight-figure business if you're like trying to run your youtube ads create your social media posts run uh facebook ads youtube ads uh then you're creating twitter posts then you have a podcast and you have a youtube channel like it's impossible you know you have to learn to, to hire great people especially like for those of you that are maybe already have a business think about like i have this journal here literally i write in it every single day every single day everything i do is in this book right if something you have to you have to audit yourself on what you're doing write everything you do from the moment you wake up to till you go to bed. And if there's like things that are coming up that you shouldn't be doing, that your time is better spent doing something else. Like if you're answering your customer service emails or doing order fulfillment, like get the, no, like, no, hire those things out. You have to hire those things out so you can, uh, you know, clear your head up so you can focus on like offers. Like that's what you need to be. You need to be focusing on offers strategy, right. And then having a team that executes on your, uh, on your idea. Right? Like that's that's how like think about Jeff Bezos, right? He comes up with an idea, right? Then he gets he has probably a project manager he tells it to, and then they execute, right? Very little involvement on his part.
0: It's funny because I was at a conference, they said, Hey, you gotta stay away from MWAs. I'm like, what'd that mean? He said minimum wage activities mm-hmm. to be delegated. Not saying people on your team is minimum wage, but just it's essentially what you just said. Anything that you aren't that isn't pushing the business forward, you need to bring on a team member. So for you, let me ask you this question because this is good. We're in the process of YouTube, right? Like we're looking to build the YouTube, we're running ads on YouTube. Do you suggest this personally? Hiring just an expert, a YouTube guru who you know is proven or training people? Because I talk to a lot of different people, to Kevin Davids and uh, Anthony Moore, just these different people and they are like, yo, I trained someone or we trained someone. We hire an expert to train someone and then they start running it. Do you prefer an agency or do you for prefer buying your guys courses and letting them learn and then grow? What, what is your I, preference? So I'm currently doing both. Gotcha. Right now I have agencies that run our
1: YouTube and Facebook because, but the referral, refer, always get referrals. Right. Um, and it depends. Like, again, do you have time? Like what do you, it depends on your time. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have somebody right now that, um I've, i'm training in like a bunch of different things in the business um but, but that's because i have more time now we have so many team members like revenue is not going to be impacted like you know what i mean like and it's it's, it's amazing to say you know know that like it, there's really nothing that could stop sales coming in but like so i have the time because you know we can invest in this person to you know he can go you know he has a couple weeks or a month he could take a month to go learn this and then maybe we could fill him into a slot you know um, I personally, like if you're new, just go to an agency, like these agencies, like if you're selling e-commerce products, just go to an e-commerce, Facebook agency. They probably do work for so many different people. They can use from different industries out there. They can take that source of inspiration and use it for your business, right? Like they see so many different advertisements that they're going to be able to create better ads than you can. They probably have copywriters already on their team. Right, like before, we hired our copywriter on our team. Like our at agency people that we work with had copywriters. They weren't like the best, but they're better than you and me. Like unless you're nerding out on copywriting, like so you have to learn to trust other people. And if they're not performing well, just fire them. Like you, you know, hire quick. You know, fire. You know, I forget how the saying goes, but like uh, you know, uh, you know, hire slow, fire
0: fast. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, one thing I wanted to hit where you were saying like MWA because I. Well, you, Basically, everybody probably listening to this podcast is like a high performer, right? They, they, they are motivated. They have uh, ambition to do things in life. And what you have to understand is like most people, guys, aren't like me or you. <laughs> like most people just, and honestly, I have family members like this. They don't want to do what I do, right? They don't have, they want to run their own business. They just want to be able to go to work nine to five and they want to come home, relax, have a beer, enjoy time with their family. There is nothing wrong with that. Trust Literally. me, like stop instill like this is a problem entrepreneurs have. Stop instilling your will on your friends and your family. Like because they have their own path on when they get to the point ever in their life where they're like, you know what? You know, that Pete, he's got, he's doing something. I'm going to go, I'm going to go ask him what he's doing. When they're ready, they'll come to you because I struggled with this for a while. Like with my friends, I'm like, man, you guys, you guys have to run your own businesses. Like you got to do this own businesses and stuff. And they're like, no, like, I just want to, you know, go out on Friday nights and have a good time. And that's perfectly fine. Don't push your will. So these people that, you know, let's say, you know, if editing videos, like you might think that's, you know, an, an uh, you know, uh, MWA. Um, but that person video editing might freaking love it. Like they live for this. They're like, yes, I love, and I'm getting paid to edit videos. Like they love it. Same with customer service. Some people just love doing customer service, you know, and you want to find those people find those people. It's not, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, like this, this gaming cut out for everybody, man. Like I tell you the stresses like that you feel, I feel every single day, like they'll break you very quickly. Um, if you're not ready for it, like if I could tell you guys that for sure. So
0: So for you, Pete, and we're going to wrap up in a minute. I don't want to hold you too much longer. I think this is important because a lot of people are going to quit, right? And I tell people a lot of time, I don't think I'm the smartest guy in the room. Like, I'm not the most brilliant person. But the thing that separates me from a lot of people is I made a decision in my mind. This has to work or it has to work. No matter what I face, no matter struggle, no matter empty bank accounts, I don't care what is up against me. I made in my mind this have to work or I have to work. I can't go back to a job. It's not It's not optional. Like it's not even – if everything goes wrong, is if everything goes wrong, you, I'm going to stay the course. So I know you said you stopped for a little while, but you you started back up. And I always tell people, I need you guys to understand this. Quitting will not speed up the process. If you want to make six figures, seven figures, eight figures, taking a month off, two months, three months, four months, five, it, it won't help you to get – they're quicker. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, what is that thing you tell the people who thinking about quitting? They, they know they want to go. They want to keep going, but man, Pete is going wrong. I spent my last. Uh, I'm ready to give up. What, what is that strategy you tell people now? Because you stopped, but you said it put you in a dark place for a while. How do you snap that quicker now? So this is like,
1: and honestly, I'm not sure if you went through like our module one stuff it's like mindset a lot of i put a lot of effort into that and just looking at my life over the past few years um and just like all the road but i mean it's just it's just it's people that think like like you know you or i have it easy because we get to wake up and like not have to go to a job or crazy like you think i'm sleeping into like no, I know. I'm up at like 6 a.m. every single morning, right? Like you have to train like you know, you treat yourself like an athlete because you are like you're you are your own responsibility as an entrepreneur. And trust me, like sometimes I think about it, I'm like, man, this shit's scary. <laughs> like, like this is my house, my fiance, everyone's relying on me. Like you know what I mean? Um. So as far as the people that are giving up is like you need to have, and I don't want I kind of want to go into this deeper, but like. Your why has to be really strong, but it's
0: up to you. I just don't want to take too much.
1: Your, (laughs) your why is your, why has to be like super strong. And the way you find it is like, if you do go through our module one stuff is like, we put together these mindset journals, right. That we read every single morning and we read them every single night. I do this every day. Literally it takes me like 15 minutes to read this thing, but it is, it's so worth it because the first thing I do in the morning and it's the last thing I do before I go to bed. Now, in this mindset journal there's a couple pieces in there but one of the first thing that 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 i have you do is go back through your life your entire life okay up to this point where you are and write down everything you've accomplished go through your phone go through i remember when i do mine like i'll go through my old blackberries and like all my old pictures like everything you've accomplished that you're proud of right it could be dumb stuff it could be like like whatever you know getting a high school graduation or whatever it is like it, it it could be like you know uh whatever it might be for you it might be getting a car like even material things that you're proud of right whatever it might be things that you're proud of things that you've accomplished right write it down because i promise you when you do that you're going to look at that it's i don't call it a vision board but like what's your current story right what how did you get here right and all these pieces they should fit together and you should be able to look at that and be like yeah that's basically my entire life up to this point right? And it's extremely important to understand where you've been in order to ever get to where you want to go. Like, it's so important to understand that. And the next thing that you want to do is create a vision board. And this is like the fun part, right? Literally picture a vision board, exactly what it sounds. It's literally everything you want in life that you think would make you happy. And a lot of people get this one wrong because they'll put Lamborghinis, big houses, right? All these materialistic things in there. And, this happened to me the first time I did this I put together my my where I've been things I've accomplished in my life and then I looked at my vision board like the things I wanted and I'm like man like my current like it seems a lot better like I don't think my life would actually be that much better if I had a Lamborghini like honestly like those things I'm like it wouldn't it wouldn't make you happier. I promise you that a lot of people put like this money stuff and like all these materialistic things. And even though I'm telling you money to an extent does buy happiness, it'll buy you food. It'll buy you, you know, if you're sick, whatever. Right. But like, I'm telling you, if you're all alone, you have no relationships or anything like that, like you're not going to have no amount of money is going to, is going to make you happy. So other things I recommend people put on their vision boards are like your mentors, like, like for, for me, like some of the people that I have on mine are like, you know, like Walt Disney is one uh, because like he, he is the ultimate, I mean, he was the most, a lot of people think like Disney world's all, all sunshine and rainbows, but he's not like, he's probably one of the most ruthless businessmen that ever existed. He was amazing at creating uh, amazing offers, but like he was ruthless, especially to his, his employees and, and, and such um, a few other people. But like, it's important to like put those things that where you want to go in there and there's also a couple other pieces, but when you have those pieces in there and you look at those every single morning, right? And every single night, you're, you, you, you look at where you've been, right? And then you're like, where am I going? It's such a powerful way to start your morning because you have it, you know what your why is, right? Then at night, same exact thing. No better way to go to sleep than seeing the, what, you, what your future life is going to, to look like. I'm telling you, um, I just actually shot a video uh, for, for our YouTube channel with this. Uh, talking about this and I wrote in my journal or in my uh, vision board two years ago that I was going to get a brand new construction home in this area that I'm in right and I did it just happened literally like six months ago brand new construction house I I, I, trust me I don't like believe in all the woo-woo like manifestations but I believe like if you keep telling yourself something you're going to find a way to get there if you want it bad enough and I'm telling you like it happened Um, obviously the past few years, it's not like I was given anything for free. Uh, but it's important to, to to be really clear on where you've been and what you want and do it look at it every single morning. Don't just do it for a week and get excited. Like literally like I could probably read my entire, like it's like 15 pages and I could probably have it all memorized at this point. But, uh, that's extreme. It's, I think that's what will keep people going that are thinking about giving up. They're going through roadblocks. You're going to. You're going to hit so many bumps along the way like guys like 100 um so these kind of things i think really ground you especially because you're doing them every single morning
0: every single night Yeah, and that's important it's funny pete so i used to and i tell people you got to hold on to your vision but your vision won't work unless you do i don't care how like you have to work like you got the new construction home because you was putting in work right and you believed it wholeheartedly and for me, guys, I tell you all the time, you have to hold on to the vision. It may not come when you want it to come, but it will come if you stay at it. And I used to tell you guys this all the time. I used to write down in my journal 10 years ago, living in the middle room of my grandma's house. Every day, I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to travel the world. I didn't have no money. I didn't have no passport. I just believed it. Somehow, I'm going to travel the world. And fast forward, you guys, pretty much, you know, I've been to 54 countries around the entire world, seen a whole lot of the world. But I'm like, Wow. Your dreams can really come true if you really put like a burning desire and a burning focus on those things. So mm-hmm. um that's incredible. And Pete, we're about to come to a close. My final thing I'm gonna say, um what's your content schedule? Every day is that best? I know most people can't do it every day. So someone getting started would three times a week be good? Once a week? I know and every once day Once a
1: week. Once a month, I mean anything just to do something. Honestly, like you know what I mean. Like there doesn't—you don't need to go and overwhelm yourself. Like again, like I don't want to like tell people. Like I'm telling you, like the more you dedicate to your business, the better off you're going to be. Because you're competing. Like and I don't ever sugarcoat this. I tell this to all my students. Like you're competing against me, right? Like you're competing against guys like me. Like where I do this every single day, twenty-four-seven. I live, breathe this stuff. You can get to this point though, like hundred percent. But you got to commit to it. And if you're like, oh, I'll just do it, you know, once a month. That's not commitment. I, don't, I believe everybody has time to do things. They just, I mean, if I look at my friends and I go, oh, I never have time. Like, oh, dude, I, I look at your Facebook page. I see you sharing these dumb memes and stuff. Like, I, I, I never, like, look at my, like, personal Facebook. I don't, it's a waste. To me, social media is business. If social media to you is, like, browsing around, trying to escape your own reality to get, like, a temporary high from, from like, your social media or whatever, then you're not, you're, you're wasting time, right? Like, I, I love auditing people's time. Like, I'm so into finding ways to buy my time back. And uh, I hate to go on this tangent real quick, but I have to, like, like at the end of your life, if somebody was like, hey, I will give you, like, I'll give you a thousand hours for a thousand dollars. Would you do it? Would you put that on your credit card? Do, everybody would do that. Everybody would want that time back, right? They want, they would buy their time. You can buy your time back right now, right? Like I'll do little things. Like I used to go to the gym all the time, right? think about it. When I go to the gym, I have to drive there 15 minutes, both ways. Then I have to walk from my car to the gym, right? Uh, once I'm in the gym, I have to wait sometimes for a thing. It's basically a two hour ordeal that I have to go to the gym, maybe two and a half hours, plus come home, shower, do all those things, right? So I was like, wait, I can probably save that time. So I built a gym in my garage here. And now basically I get the whole thing done in 45 minutes, right? I just bought an hour a day. Basically, I just saved myself like 365 hours a year, right? Like for for like two grand, like 365 hours a year for two grand. Like I now, like, of course, but guess what? Like if you can buy a lot of your time back doing like Amazon subscribe and save, you know, HelloFresh, like there's so many things that you can do to save your time so you can work on your business. But that's the thing. You got to work on your business. Don't like go and like, you know, you got to... A lot of people want it, but they just kind of, they kind of do. Like I see a lot of people that, you know, even in my student group and I'm like, you're, you're what do you do? It's Friday night, like, come on, be work. You got to sometimes work, you know, don't be going out and having a, having a fun time, but you got to, you know, have a good balance. Usually I'll give myself either Saturday or Sunday. I'll try not to work at all. So spend time with friends, spend time with families. You want to have that good balance, but
0: you know. Good. That's good. And, um, and it's funny, one of the things I start buying my time back, is now my barber come to my house and cut my hair. I was reaching out to my barber, and this is a simple way to abort my time, back. reaching out to my barber he's always too busy. So now someone comes to my house at the time we decide on, I could still take my calls, I could still be on my computer, I could talk the way I want, and I'm making money and doing things on my own time. And I'm not, it takes me 15 minutes to get to the barbershop, 15 minutes to come home. I got to get dressed to go there. I got to sit and wait maybe 15 minutes before I get in the chair. I'm losing two hours every two weeks. Yeah. So I think as, as you get in the business, like Pete said, we value our time more than we value money because time, you can get money with time. But if you're wasting your time, if you're not, this is why, Pete, I suggest listening to podcasts, YouTube. I don't listen to a radio. I only listen to things that are going to get my mind right. That's why I tell people all the time, on your way to work, you need to be listening to something that's going to get you out of work, right? Listen to Ecom Builders. Listen to Accelerate the Great Podcast. These are the going to be, Pete, my life has been changing from listening to people like you, listening to the Dan Locks, listening to the Russells, just taking the little, little strategies, implementing them in the change that people can see at their fingertips, mm-hmm. even for free. Yep. You know what I mean? So. You have to, every everything, like I, say, and I don't know
1: your, your stance on this, like news, stop watching it, please. I don't I, watch I, the news. Not, like Honestly, like everything on the news is the biggest waste of time. Like, And I'm not saying be ignorant. If it's important, you'll find out, trust me, okay? But like so many people are so into things that they're out of their control. Um, like this is why I'm like you're so caught up in other people's drama that don't even know your name. Like, like you know what I mean. Like I'm fine. Like even with like people that like watch sports. Like oh I love going to a, a game here and there. But like, you know what? Like is it really worth your time to know every single player's stats of like the past year of guys that don't even know your name? Like that they don't really you know they're getting they're the ones cashing out. They're making millions of dollars a year. So I'm not saying don't do things you enjoy. If you love you know hockey or you love knowing the stats do it like this is you have one life do what you love but like you know maybe only watch it for like two hours a week or whatever you know like limit like you have to start really managing your
0: time and, and your priorities you know i agree so listen pete we won't come to a close if you were to lose it all tomorrow what's one thing you're going to do you lost everything tomorrow you got to start over again wow that's a that's
1: a great question um everything Zero dollars of people dollars in my bank account. I
0: what like you say? I'm sorry. Zero dollars in my bank account. Zero. zero yep. You don't have nothing. You got to start fresh. But you do have the skills, so it'll probably be. Uh,
1: so, firstly, like straight up, some it does take money to make money. Like I'm never gonna be like the person like, oh, I will go find. A, I'll go find some sort of part time job where I can get some money, cash flow starting in. At that point, once I have some cash flow starting in. I'm going to re-evaluate. like, okay, like how much do I need for living expense? I'm a very calculated person. Like it took me a while before quitting my job. I needed to know. And some people were like, Oh, I just, I'm quitting tomorrow. Like I'm very calculated. So I want to know like, okay, look, I need X amount of money for my, uh, you know, my, my house. Like obviously I'd surprise sell my house if I lost everything. But, um, I would obviously start with a sales funnel immediately. I mean, sales funnels have changed so many people's lives, uh, but again, I would probably find a a part-time job so I can have that capital to be able to invest in my business um, and, and build it out the right way this time. I mean, I can tell you already with my supplement business that we're going to be launching. I already know it's going to hit seven 70. I, I already know it because I, I've had so much experience already with all the things not to do. Then I'm just gonna start with the sales funnel right away. I basically just for like four or five years of wasted time doing all that Like I already know it's gonna hit some figures. I'm like, okay Well, what do I need to do to get it to eight figures? you know, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would start with a funnel immediately And I'll imagine you get some mentorship Oh, absolutely yeah. Absolutely, I mean you have to learn from from people, right? Like I still spend tens of thousands of dollars a year I mean on mentors like you have to get other people's perspective i mean look we're we're in our uh, the the 2ccx program platinum or whatever right it's basically like for me i've never grown an eight figure business before but i need to know how so we invested a lot of money to do it because it's going to help us they're going to teach us how to build a eight like, like people are so scared to invest themselves it's a whole it's a whole different topic that i could i could uh, go into just do your due diligence on who you learn from guys okay Right. There's a lot of people out there because there's so much information out there. Don't be sold a fake dream. If anybody tells you it's easy or is telling you a get rich quick scheme, please like, use your common sense, right? Like use your common sense. Like don't, don't get wrapped up in like some scammers or, or, or something like that.
0: And just to add guys, so as you all know, 2018, uh, I spent 26,000 on my self-education, going to, ment- going to conferences, buying programs. And one of those programs I invested in was Peter's program um and it's really and I'm not here you know as you guys listen to the podcast I don't sell you nothing on here everything is free but I do want Pete to talk about it cuz that program offers a lot of value and I just want you to kind of touch on that program for anyone who is interested in learning your way with the sales funnels and just uh how you do it bro cuz I think you're incredible and uh just all around no, no I
1: I appreciate it man so like, yeah, I, uh, I put together this program It's called e-commerce Empire Academy, but it's not just e-commerce. It basically goes, goes from the it kind of, it's fitting that you just asked me the question like what would I do if I lost everything? Like this is exactly what I would do if I had lost everything, right? I would start with the mindset then I would start with the funnels. Then I would set up my email marketing, pro- figuring out the products that I'm going to sell. And I show you in a very low cost way, how to do it really risk-free instead of you going with Amazon, where you have to invest ten twenty thousand $20,000. Instead, we do, we do a model where we don't have to buy any products, right? Where you can just test things out. If it's working and you're getting cash flow, then you can use that money that you make to source and ship your own branded products. But it really is like an A to Z step-by-step system on how to build out like your e-commerce empire using primarily these very simple sales funnels. Like I said, guys, I'm not the smartest person in the world. I want simple. Simplicity is, is, is the key in this because I can tell you the more layers of complexity you add into your business, right? The more chances you have of failing, right? Super important to understand. The more layers of complexity you add to your business, the more chances you have of failing, okay? So keep it simple. Focus on one product offer, right? Not just the product. Focus on a product offer. Focus on building out a high converting sales funnel and then focus on one traffic source. It could be Facebook. It could be influencers. It could be YouTube ads. It could be whatever. One, one, one. That's it. That's all you need. And that's kind of what we walk you through. Our strategy is to get you to have four funnels because that's all you need to hit seven figures in my opinion, once they're all optimized. One funnel will get you six figures. And that's four product offers, like that's it. You don't need like 20 products or hundred products in your store, right? A lot of these products are evergreen. The markets are always expanding. I don't believe in competition either, right? Because what we do is we make offers. They, they, you can't compete with me. Right, like you can't, like if if you do compete with me, I'll just outvalue you because I care more about my customers. Like straight up, like if people like tell me about like competitors, and I see like people trying like to do the same thing as me. I'm like, okay, whatever. That just pushes me to give more, right? If you let the, your competitors fuel you to, to progress, to, to, to give more value to your customers. So uh, that's kind of the rundown of that entire entire uh, thing that kind of what we
0: go through through the academy. Wow. So guys, that's going to be incredible not going, that's an incredible program. Like I said, I'm in it. So if you're interested, we'll definitely drop like a link in the show notes. Pete, tell people where they can follow you, how they can support you, your YouTube, your Instagram, and we'll drop it all as well. But I just want you to uh, verbally say it for the people.
1: Yeah. So if you just go to peterprue.com, peter, P-R-U.com or ecommerceempirebuilders.com, they both lead to the same place. Our main thing is ecommerce empire builders on YouTube, Instagram, podcast, basically uh, everywhere. So uh, thanks for having me on, man. I, I really do appreciate I hope I could have brought some uh, uh, amazing value to everybody here today.
0: You did, Pete. I want to say thank you so much. I truly appreciate the value that you brought, And I'm looking forward to seeing you get the uh, the X award next year. Um, it's it's so going to happen. It's,
1: you know, it's in my, it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Like I'm, I'm totally transparent. Like I set like realistic goals for me, like myself.
0: I think it'll ha- it will happen the following year. Got it you. will happen the following year i will it's not, be it's not about how it's about when it's going to happen it's just a matter of when it's going to happen
1: yeah I, I, that's the thing i always tell people like everything on my vision board like like i want to own a villa in greece like I, I don't i just love i think it's the greatest country ever but um like and i already i already know it happened it's already happened like i you have to start learning to picture yourself in the future like having all these things like it's it's a, it's a lot of fun this is why i love having my vision board because then i go to bed i'm like Oh, I got a, I got a Lamborghini. I got a Villa in Greece. Like I got all these things, you know, so, um, everything. I don't want to get into I, Well, I kind of want to, um, so you have to understand like you right now. And this is like, you, this is why you have to evaluate where you are currently. Like there is a version of you in existence, right? In time with time, there is a version of you that it has a seven figure business, it has an eight figure business, that has all those things you want in life, whatever that might be. There is, there is a version of you out there, right? That person's right here, you're like all the way down here still, but you just have to figure out, okay, connect the dots to get there, okay? I believe anybody can achieve anything they want in life. I'm a strong believer in like, hey, if one person can do it, I can do it. Like, no, like, and really think about that, like, like, really think about that inside. Like, if one person can do it, you are. You are flesh, you are blood. We all came from the same place. We're all going to the same place when we die, right? Like we're, we're all, there's no person that is born with like, you know, four arms and they can work harder. Like, you know, there's everybody, it's an even playing field. Very, very, I mean, the percentage is like less than a percent of millionaires on like the top whatever list are actually uh, inherited. Most people on the list are self-made guys. Most people that have become millionaires every single day, day are self-made right so don't think like oh he got lucky oh he got no no you don't see the the whole backstory of all the the stress and that per what that person's gone through even if they did inherit it all right good for them right i rather not have that but personally uh yeah so get off my tangent there
0: <laughs> no that's important man I, I want people yeah i always tell people to say look pete my current situation is not my final destination. Where you are, you won't always be. Like People, we need to understand that where we currently are, what we currently going through, it is temporary. Like it is temporary. And what Pete said earlier, look at everything that you accomplished thus far. If you were able to accomplish all of this, you don't think you're going to able to accomplish that and that much more in five, 10 years? It's not about how, it's about when. It's going to happen, right? And I live by this, guys. It has to work or it has to work. It's no other option for me. My business, my goals, my dreams, the things I wanna do in this world has to happen. And I believe when you put that out to the universe and make it a burning desire in your mind, there's gonna be no way that it can't happen, right? It's <laughs> so, like it's like Yoda, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but
1: Yoda says a great quote, do or do not, there is no try, right? Like it's a, it's a powerful right? quote, right? So live by it, you know? So thanks again. What's some asking. of
0: your favorite books? I'll see you guys books back here.
1: Uh, what's my favorite quote? Actually, um, let me show you.
0: So I said books. I said no, what's some of your my favorite, favorite books?
1: books? My favorite book is. Um, I actually have some secret ones. I don't know if I should say them. <laughs> I'll I'll give you one of the, the most dangerous books out there. It's called Twelve Month Millionaire. It is the literally most cheesy quote or a book name ever, but this guy has listed out exactly what he did to build a nine figure biz supplement business. You can't even buy this book by, by the way, so good luck trying to find it. But I'm telling you, I got a copy of it right down there. You could probably find it somewhere on eBay. It is the best book that I've ever read.
0: Wow, twelve millionaire people. So guys, with that being said, man, um... Let's go show Pete some love in the comments on YouTube. Let's go show some love on his Instagram, on his YouTube. Let's go show some love to his program, which is incredible. Um, he dropped a whole lot of game. This is our longest episode. So I think our first episode, our longest, was like an hour. I'm like, hey, Pete, we're going to go 20 to 40 minutes. We might have went a little over an hour, but it was packed with game. It was packed with value. And, uh, Pete, I just want to say thank you because this – I'm calling this a degree for free. Like, people can literally come on here and learn the things it took you years to accomplish. It took me years to get my mind right. It took me, took every guest years to get where they are. But you came here and delivered nothing but value, you didn't hold anything back. So, I wanna say mm-hmm. thank you for that. And, guys, please go like, subscribe, review, follow Pete. Support the program. Let them know in his comments on his Instagram that you were here just showing that um, you really appreciated this episode. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Accelerate the Great. We pray that you keep working diligently every single day so your aspirations to become a six, seven, eight, nine figure happy business owner come true. So have an amazing day, guys. We appreciate you.